What's up, YouTube? Coming at you live today. It is July 8th of 2018. Had an awesome, eh, Colonel Corn is first. Had an awesome week this week with the 4th of July happening. Uh, the weekend is upon us. It is Sunday. We know what that means. It is time to go live. Here we are. No back-end work needs to be done today because I'm going from the cell phone. So, see who's here. Roll call! Colonel Corners, of course, here. Jim Beverage. How are you, good sir? Yards done right. Up in Ohio. Chris Boyd, how are you? Up there in Wisconsin. John Ware, good to see your name in here as well. How about that greens grade Melorganite? You like those green grades products? They're uh, pretty sharp with the microprill there. Uh, yeah, I'm doing potato cam. I'm going from the cell phone today. I left my laptop at the office on Friday because uh, we had to run an appointment and it didn't make sense for me to drive back to Rockwood where I had to go to my appointment on Friday. So yeah, it's there. It's there. Alfred, how are you? Good, sir. CT Garden Girl, thank you for tuning in again. Seem to be a regular now. Green Doc! My man Ray, the Green Doc of Hawaii in the house. Greg, what's going on, man, all the way from Columbia, Tennessee? Greg, where is Columbia, Tennessee? To be honest, I don't know. I think I feel like we've talked about this before. Are you like South of Nashville, maybe southwest of Nashville. I can't remember. Rev D, what's going on, buddy? How are you, sir? JG, good to see you. Jason Hunt, Tyler Jokes, Jared Smith. Thanks for being here. John Pinkerton, the man himself, tuning in while on vacation from Hawaii. Ronald Parrish, how are you? Good, sir. No rain. Two weeks in Michigan. And y'all had some blistering hot temperatures. I'm sure that's been a little bit brutal. HD Movie Source, my man Carlsberg. Carl over there in North Carolina. Checking in. How are you? Good, sir. Ryan Quick, up there in Missouri. Not Missouri. That's Missouri. Thanks for tuning in, Ryan. Good to see your name. PPC Paul Outlaw. Checking in today. Good to see you, good sir. Baby Rain, thanks for being here. Hey, Alan, no problem, man. I hope uh, I hope you got to check out some of those restaurants, and hopefully some of them were good. Um, yeah, I kind of have a love hate relationship with the uh, love hate relationship with restaurants here because I feel like sometimes I go, they're great on point. I feel like other times I go and not very impressed, even though they're really highly rated. Right on 565, south of Nashville, near Spring Hill. All right, I know exactly where you are. Phil from Middle Tennessee, checking in. Matt Lane, how are you, sir? Steve Wright, thanks for tuning in. Mario Del Monte from New Jersey. What's up, man? John Moore, thanks for tuning in. Look at this. I'm getting notifications on the phone. South of Nashville. Matt Johnson, good to see you here. Mike Miller from Oklahoma. Whoa, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah acne mowing and lawn care i go live every sunday 8 p.m for the most part every sunday back on sundays question 
What's a good way to control nutsedge growing under and in boxwood shrubs? Barry, I want to say halosephuron methyl, also known as prosedge or sedgehammer, is labeled for boxwoods. Um, it does particularly well with landscape ornamentals. There's a couple of ornamentals that you're not to apply it around, so consult the label, but I am pretty sure you're good on boxwoods with house if you're on methyl. Mike Stevenson, what's going on, man? Lawscapes of America? Matt Kosinski, what's up? There we go. Oh, look. Ray's jumping in. Paintbrush with Roundup. Ray, what rate of Roundup does he need to use to paintbrush that nutsedge? John Teague, what's going on, man? My man Thor865 over at thelawnforum.com. Jay Wyrick is here. Thanks for tuning in, man. Huge windstorm this morning. Took down 50-plus trees in my neighborhood. Dude, I saw just a tail second of that in the Discord chat. I hope everything and everyone is okay. That is That could be extremely traumatic and do a significant amount of damage. Ever Lacona, question. How do I kill Bermuda on fescue? Okay, I'll give you three options. You can do multiple applications, multiple weeks apart of a non-selective herbicide like Roundup. You can use multiple applications of a product called Fluazifop, also known as Ornamec, over the top. You can do multiple applications. I guess I got more options. You can do multiple applications of a product like Last Call or... Uh, acclaim. You can do multiple applications of a product called Pylex. Um, I have several video series detailing how to at least use Pylex and Trichopier to control Bermuda in fescue. But those are four options right there. Tulsa, Oklahoma, what's going on, my man? I had a great fourth. I really loved what the lawn care community did for the 4th of July. I mean, everybody just did it up so awesome. That was, that was really great. Future former lawn noob, what's going on, man? Glad you're here. Any issues spiking Celsius with 2,4-D quinclorac image or all of the above at once? Chris in Bradenton. Uh, what's up, Tater Salad? Uh, I don't know why you would need to do all of those. Um, so mm, let's see. You could probably do like Celsius in quinclorac with a little bit of 2,4-D. Um, but you got to think like, okay, so uh, Celsius is probably going to be as equivalent of a broadleaf herbicide as quinclorac would be. Um, 2,4-D is going to be a, a little bit better of a broadleaf herbicide as compared to Celsius or quinclorac. So I don't see the particular need to spike with all those. Um, if you're thinking about using image, are you wanting to use the atrazine image or are you wanting to use um, the amazequin image? Uh, because that can also play into a role with it. So if if I were you, I mean, there's, a, there's just a whole lot of action going on there and there's a whole lot of overlap that I don't really see the necessary need for. So I would probably do something like Celsius and 2,4-D or Celsius and quinclorac. I would probably not run Celsius and Image together because that sounds like a lot of collateral damage mm -hmm. that may be at an unacceptable level. Mm -hmm. um, getting text messages there. I'll hide that. 
so yeah, I would not feel comfortable running all of those together. 30% roundup. So keep that in mind, Barry, 30% roundup. So that is going to be at a near concentrated level. You're talking about like a, uh, what would that be? A four to one ratio, four parts of roundup to one part water. Uh, Let, let me see what is going on here. Oh, I can't read it. Can't read it. Okay. Uh, hey, Phil, that that is seriously one of the most interesting threads I think uh, I've, I've ever been a part of. That's um, that is really, really exciting. Actually, I, I just love that you dove in there like that. That was just, it was really cool. And it, it sent me down a wormhole, and I'm still down that wormhole. So thank you for doing that. Fusillade 2 is fluazepop, so yes, that's the same thing as Ornamec over the top. Uh, the difference is, is that Fusillade is not labeled for residential lawns. Ornamec is. Did you see any color enhancements from dethatch applications? Um, y yes, there was a slight pop of color. It wasn't like this, uh, just, just some super wow factor that took place, but yes, there was definitely a color enhancement from it. Uh, Kyle Bent, what's going on, man? Hope you had a, a happy fourth. What's up, Ben Hinton? Ponte Verde on vacation. Oh, Ponte Verde on vacation. Still checking in. Man, oh, see, you're the man, dude. You're the man. Rob, what's up, dude? Judy Beverage is in here. Also part of the yard's done right. First signings of Japanese Beatles today in Ohio. Wow. I want to say we're somewhere around three weeks to a month in here. It's pretty interesting. If you don't want to kill the fescue, then you want to look at Fluazepop, Pilex, or Acclaim, which I could never remember the active ingredient in Acclaim, but those will be your best bets. Uh, you're welcome, sir. Michael Tuma in the house again. What's up, dude? So Pete from GCI Turf used a super secret fertilizer on his lawn in his most recent video. Now I think it's blatantly obvious for those who are paying attention that he's using Carbon X. Interesting thing, Carlsberg, Carl. I got inundated with messages this morning before I had a chance to uh, see the video. Um, I had been in the mountains and did not have cell service. And when I came out of the mountains, I had text messages and emails galore asking how Pete got his hands on that. There was some people that were uh, a little bit angry about it. Well, come to find out. I can 100% confirm and guarantee that was not Carbonex in his uh, spreader. And let me tell you the main reason why. One, I know none of us ever sent it to him, but even if one of my business partners or something did end up getting it out, out to him, uh, I know it's not ours because that was not a homogenized product. So he was able to identify humic acid granules in his bag of fertilizer. Ours is homogenized, so there are no just humic acid granules. Everything is contained in the one prill. So uh, can confirm that was not Carbon X in Pete's uh, spreader. Sorry for that. Uh, Emily Bertram, uh, hey, Pete is going to be the man. I mean, Pete, uh, Ray is going to be the man. I think Ray uses a lot of Sethoxidem. I don't know why I think he does, but I think he does. And if you're using that for landscape beds, I don't know how much it runs. That's a great question. Um, over the top, I have seen used... Oh, wait, wait, you're talking about posts being used over the top. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I honestly don't have the experience to be able to uh, help you out in that regard. 
How often do I need to apply humic acid? Is it humic acid foliar absorbed or by the roots? Do I need to water it in? Uh, Misa, so um, <laughs> how often do you need to apply? I don't know. N nobody really knows that answer. And is it uh, root absorbed or is it foliarly absorbed? So humic acid in and of itself is not, the actual humic acid molecule is not absorbed foliarly. Uh, it actually forms a bond with nutrients or, or you know, metallic ions um, and allows them to be passed to the plant more efficiently. Uh, now, humic acids in and of themselves also contain fulvic acids. Fulvic acids can be foliarly absorbed. So there is a root uptake and a leaf uptake of fulvic acids that, that occurs. But the remainder, the humic aspect of it, is to act as a bridge. It will hold on to nutrients to pass it to the plant and then deposit the carbon back to the soil. Uh, so do you need to water it in? Yes, at some point you need to water it in. It's not imperative. You just get it done immediately or something. But yes, it does need to be watered in. Um, and uh, in, in terms of how often... Um, it's it's hard to say. It's you know typically I want to say they're recommending like four gallons per acre per year of like a humic twelve substance. I, it may be twelve gallons per acre per year. I can't remember. Consult labels on it, and I tell you that may be a good thing to fire off a question to either Pete from GCI Turf, uh, John Perry on lawn ecology, or um, uh, Alan Hain, the lawn care nut, um, and. If you know, if you want to leave no doubt in your mind on how to use it, hop over to the YouTube channel Lawncology. That is the man when it comes to humic acid. He's a humic acid manufacturer. He's the manufacturer behind the Green County line of products, and he would be able to help you out. In fact, I believe he's already got uh, some videos in regards to that. What up, Chris Rogers? We're back from the beach, back in the lawn. Get back in there, Mazaquin. Yeah, Mazaquin plus Celsius. Too hot. Thank you, Ray. What's up, Jeremy W? How are you? Good, sir. Uh, applied 9 ounces per K of RGS and iron. Water that in. Applied 7 ounces per K of dethatch and aerate. Hope for some good color response. I think you will, especially with the iron content and all of that going to it. You're going to have an ultra chelating effect there, and that should, that should really do some good stuff. Uh, Jeremy W., if you're looking for biochar, uh, shoot me an email at thegrassfactor at gmail.com. I can probably help you out with that. Uh, anyone else ready for fall? Man, I tell you what, I am ready for fall. I'm ready for some UT football, Toby Howard. How about them apples? Once broadly post-merging applied, go hard with fur and mowing, mowing, mowing. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um And, and water. There's going to be a water component to that as well. Absolutely. Uh, is it safe to spread dithiapyr in my landscape beds? I believe so, tater salad. I'm not a landscape bed preventative product uh, person. I don't do a lot of that. Um, typically, I've used, I used prodiamine in the past. Um, I have used uh, lots and lots of, not gallery, what is it, snapshot. And I've also used freehand. And all of those work really well. I'm not sure about dimension. 
Uh, do you have a favorite type of grass? I bought a house last year and will be overseeding this fall. Thinking of using a blend overall and Kentucky bluegrass on the bare spots. Would that be okay? Yes, CT Garden Girl, you could. Um, one thing to keep in mind is that with Kentucky bluegrass in, going in pockets like that is that you tend to have these Kentucky bluegrass pockets that start and then they form these big rings in the lawn. Um, so um, if if it were me, uh, and, and you've got CT, I'm assuming you're in Connecticut. Um, if you're in Connecticut, if it were me, I would go with Kentucky bluegrass and real mow it like Connor Ward because his lawn looks awesome. That's what I would do. I still want to hear about the FERT coming out on. Um, yeah, so, Ronald, I, I've been talking a little bit about this. Uh, so, we'll begin taking orders at GIE. That's going to be the Green Industry Expo. Uh, as far as when it will be available in retail garden centers and all that fun stuff, I, I, I don't know when that's going to be. Uh, that is not going to be 2019. Um so, unfortunately, for the majority of next year, there's not going to be just a ton of independent garden centers where this will be. Um, however, we are trying desperately to figure out ways to make that happen. Um, and we are working really, really, really hard to make sure we're doing that correctly. Uh, yes, Carbon X has RGS in it. Uh, during the whole uh, process, that is actually what, what we use to initiate uh, the reaction in the technology. I've seen that Augustine grass and clay soil. My pH is 7.6. Would you be concerned with this? And what can I do to lower it? Brad Grossman, um, I, I probably would be a little bit concerned with it because uh, St. Augustine is going to be very iron-friendly and your... 7.6 pH is going to inhibit a lot of that iron uptake. It's going to block it off from the soil. So I would be applying um, ammonium sulfate as my nitrogen source to help that happen. We got we got uh, Ray jumping in there. I, I must have missed the question about uh, gypsum, but I believe Ray will have you taken care of there. Gypsum is a calcium product. Um, keep in mind, Pete has been making his own applications of Huma products for years and had had it in his program for a while. It might be his own academy blend. That's right. If you know, you you know how Pete is. Pete's going to get out there and find something and make it happen. Uh, a shovel will get Dallas grass out of fescue. That's right, man. I am way off on this because I am not seeing where these are coming from. Uh, pulled those tree roots out of my lawn. They were the size of branches. Lawn is taking off now and catching up to the rest of the lawn. Hey, that's good to hear. That is good to hear, good sir. Uh, let's see. I put some Scott's azoxystrobin down and didn't get the results I thought for gray leaf. Should I go with another type? St. Augustine grass. Uh, yeah, you should be getting results from that. I don't know the concentration of azoxystrobin if it's a Scott's product. If I had to guess, it's going to be extremely low, and I would say that's going to have a really soft label on it just because it is of the homeowner variety. Um, and that's the whole reason I like the headway is that it broadens your spectrum, and you tend to get overall better results from it. 
Uh, Sedges on a Rage in Central uh, PEA. I'm looking pretty good. Did a double shot of pre and barricade. What's a good pre for Sedge? Uh, Matt Lane, there aren't a lot of good pre-emergent options for Sedge. So if you look at the agricultural data from a product called Solero, which is uh, a meta... Wait, wait. Let me think. Uh, a meta... Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Amazosulfuron is what it is. Um, it has the imidazolinone chain. Amazosulfuron works as uh, a pre-emergent in agricultural trials alone. So um, the timing of that may be a little bit debatable because it is not advertised as a... Um, it's not advertised as a pre-emergent, but it is that sulfonyl urea molecule uh, which does have that residual activity uh, that it's known for. Uh, the other thing would be to get down 12 ounces to the acre of dismiss. Um, typically, I would run that as four ounces per acre per application and do three applications of it. So I would usually do that like April, May, and June, and that did a really good job acting as a quote-unquote pre-emergent. So that's really going to be about your best bet for preventing sedges, especially in central PA. I pulled my weeds in the lawn today and left them in the lawn. Does, the, does this add to the root cycling effect, right? Um, not necessarily, Carl, because the whole point of the weeds being in the lawn is the depth. Um, is the depth that the roots drive and uh, and that's what what pushes that's where you get that carbon deposit deeper and deeper into the soil so if you pull it and you lay it on the surface it's not pushing those roots deeper and creating that that carbon deposit deeper into the soil so let's see it needs to go back up to the leaves that takes time versus a spread What's happening, Nick Lang? Hey, man, had a great four. Thanks for tuning in. I'm using a complete next program on my lawn, and my fescue yard is the only one in my neighborhood holding strong through the summer heat. I've had many neighbors ask, who do you use? That's awesome, Matt. That's good stuff. Johnson grass going crazy in fescue. What's your go-to on that one? Um, for Johnson grass, uh, I like um, fluasifop. That would be the ornamec over the top. Roots are more than a foot underneath the lawn, but I think I got most out. We'll be fine uh, to leave the rest of the roots that are deep in the ground too far down for me to reach. Yeah, you should be fine. Have you used any 700 grain effect in yards at low volume? Any chance for burn at that quart per K? No, I do not use any uh, high concentration iron product at low volume. And it's not so much for, for my fear of potential burning that could take place. Mainly, it's for the potential damage it would cause to the pump. So when you're applying at low volume, you're, uh, you have a high concentration of material in your tank. That high concentration of iron being powered by a small pump can create issues of congealing and also just damage the components of the pump. Now, that being said, I've done the microgreen, which is pretty low-rate iron in it. Let's see here. 
Matt, do you foresee the RGS and CarbonX being enough to fully replace RGS use in a lawn care program? Um, probably not. Probably not. I've been putting about a half gallon of 12% human cast in my herbicide sprays. It seems to cut down on the yellowing of the turf. Is this in my head? Uh, could be, Paul. Could be in your head. Uh, it also could be true because, you know, humic acid is one of those weird things that in its ability to bond to, th to things, these organic acids can bond with the active molecules of herbicides and sometimes, in some instances, render them ineffective. So what you may be having happen is that the... Um, Herbicide is losing efficacy because of the addition of humic acid. Uh, it, and it all really depends, too, on which herbicide it is, which class of herbicide. Probably the voice is in your head. <laughs> Spraying Eagle 20 for the first time seven days ago. Should I be cutting lower or and bagging or keep it high for and mulch? Uh, if you sprayed seven days ago, one, you need to be considering spraying again uh, because your eagle is going to be running out. Um, and I would keep it high in mulch. You don't want to stress the plant more than you need to. Um, let's see. Last month, this month. I'm only using green effect and mid right. Just spoon fed it. No end for August. There we go. Jeremy W. is making a striper like you, Paul's Prime Cuts. Velocity seems to be out of production and current prices for it are absurd. For, for fescue lawns, Velocity seems to be the only product to control POA A and T. Why did it go out of production? Misa, the cost and the amount of people that were buying it. Nobody was buying it. Um, the new product, well, it's not new, uh, but the other product that is labeled to control POA Triv is Zonerate. Um, and it's going to function very similarly to uh, Velocity. Um, it's going to be multiple applications. It's like $1,400 a pound. It's crazy expensive and uh, not super popular. If you're looking for a POA-A control, uh, then you can look at something like Ethafumisate, known as POA Constrictor, Prograss. Um, both of those are labeled for POA-A. Also, I see the active ingredient, Bisperac sodium, being sold by Chinese manufacturers in bulk on Alibaba at a very low rate. Yep, they do. Um, here's the thing, you import that into the United States without an EPA registration number, and let me tell you, it would appear like the, I mean, you could get in significant trouble for doing that. Just throwing that out there to be careful. Ray seems to be killing the target pests. The turf is not looking as beat up. What's up, Telly Coleman? Glad you're here. Good, sir. Good to see you. Does pre-emergent kill the plant when it hits the layer, or does the seed stay viable in the soil? Uh, so what happens with the pre-emergent is that it will attempt, it, it'll, it'll go ahead, use up that, that seed starch in the seed to begin to try and push up. But however, as the root begins to come from the bottom of the seed, it cannot push, it cannot, it, it's going to inhibit the cell division in that root system. So it's going to stay there. It'll push up and then die. So, yes, it kills the plant as it emerges because the root cannot establish. Therefore, no water can make it. It'll, it'll, never, it'll never make it. What's up, Nicholas? How are you? Good, sir. <laughs> the launch drive. Stop it. Don't mess with me. Uh, if my soil test shows extremely high levels of iron, what do I need to best utilize these levels? 
Uh, I don't seem to get much response out of iron products. Yeah, if you're 236 parts per million of iron, you're not going to get a lot of response out of iron products because it's probably all tied up as it hits the soil. Uh, one, you probably don't need to be applying a lot of iron products. Two, uh, make sure the other components of your soil are in your optimum range so that way that iron can be utilized. Um, you know, uh, something that's going to have a good chelating effect on the soil is going to be humic acid. That can help slowly knock some of that out. Um, another thing you may want to consider trying too is like an application of calcium sulfate gypsum uh, to help uh, flush through whatever's binding with that iron to see if you can't aid in the uptake. There's lots of different ways to skin that cat, man, but um, uh, you, one thing you don't need to be doing is applying a lot of iron right now. Um, turf type tall fescue, 50% dead due to disease. Looks like dollar spot, use heritage and eagle as preventative, and then as curative once it started. Still see fungus early in the morning, shows no sign of stopping. Um, here's the issue, Shane. Man, you gotta... Heritage is not labeled for dollar spot. Uh, in fact, there's argumentative data that heritage is oxystrobin can lead to an increase in dollar spot. Um, so that's that's one of those things where you got to pay attention to the labels. Heritage is great on patch diseases, a lot of patch diseases in, in cool season grass. However, dollar spot is the one, um, you know, you need to be looking at something like propiconazole. Uh, Eagle would function like propiconazole. So if you're applying Eagle, you need to be applying Eagle like every 7 to 14 days. Uh, bad renovation and seeding of uh, turf-type tall fescue this morning, only about 20% just plan on trying to get in this fall or another renovate and seed. Should I continue to use next products, Milo, or wait until fall? Greg, you can do either or. I would probably wait till fall. Oh, that's another good point. Um, it could be Pythium, Shane. This time of year, it could 100% be Pythium. Good call, Ray. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, and if it is Pythium... Um, yeah, neither of those are going to work really well. You're going to have to look at something, you know, probably your cheapest option is going to be uh, was it Terrazol I saw for it? I want to say Terrazol was like the old school thing we used to spray. I don't even know if you can buy that anymore. I don't I don't know what the label is on it. Or you can get the generic subdue Methanoxum 2AQ. Coops guy, what's going on, man? Glad you're here, sir. What is your go-to uh, go herbicide or mix for Dallas grass in fescue. What is your go-to herbicide or mix for Dallas grass in fescue? Uh, mine is uh, Fluazifop and Pilex in combination. That is my go-to. Um, real quick, I want to put this out there. Um, I have been working with a team of people that are from the small business development centers uh, that so the, the Small Business Development Center usually occurs in most states, like you know, Tennessee has the TSBDC, Tennessee Small Business Development Center. And a, a lot of these guys have been have expressed interest in getting into a trade organization for lawn care applicators uh, to have a national presence. Um, and one of the things that they would be taking this on as a private venture, and so they're trying to decide whether or not this would actually be a feasible product. So I would ask that any applicators, if you could go to carbonlawns.org, 
carbonlawns.org and take the 10 question survey and see if we can't help those guys out. Um, there's a lot of really positive things going on in there, and uh, I support what they want to do 100%. So carbonlawns.org. Take the 10 question survey. Uh, I live in North Carolina. When should I put down pre-emergent to stop the POA annual invasion? I've read late summer. When? Tater salad. Typically, that is going to be late August, early September. Mode, what's going on, man? I've been putting a pound of in twice a month for almost eight months, but the zoysia grass doesn't seem to go dark green, just light green. What do you think might be a problem? Uh, one mode, a pound of in twice a month is way too much in for zoysia grass. Um, so it's probably going... And secondly, zoysia grass is not a super dark green color in general. Um, zoysia grass is going to be very respondent, responsive to iron. Um, so I would begin supplementing with iron. The problem you may be running into is that uh, your run in, you'll cause that uh, zoysia to, to reach for a significant amount of iron and you may be actually depleting the soil of iron slowly. Uh, so I would switch to an iron and manganese supplement and see if that doesn't help. And I would back way off of that um, of that zoysia grass. Do you think the $100 increase in pilots is seasonal, or is there a patent, patent about to run out and they are getting every dollar they can? Um, it's probably seasonal, Rob. It is probably seasonal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mode, you can also check with, uh, with Ray there. He is... He is right on it. Matt Powell, what's going on, sir? I have a question about shelf life of some of the products you use as a homeowner. I have a little over 6,000 square feet, so don't use as much product. Will they store well? They will store well reasonably uh, as long as you keep it in a climate-controlled area. Um, you don't want it freezing and then subjected to super high heat. Hey, I got water grass popping up in my Bermuda. What should I use? It's spotty, not patchy. Georgia drought, now drenched. <laughs> Jay, uh, I love Ford Bermuda grass monument. It's crazy expensive. It just works extremely well. Um, in that uh, same vein, that sulfonylurea vein, you can also use a product called Certainty Sulfosulfuron. You can also use a product called Sedgehammer, which is um, Halosulfuron. Uh, you can use Solero, which is imazosulfuron. Um, and if you want to stay away from the sulfonylureas, you can use multiple applications of sulfentrazone. Um, so there's some, there's some options for you. The Prills and Carbon X, are they made from plastic? Does this break down in the soil safely? Can you layer your Prills for a fast release sections and a slow release sections in different material? Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a loaded question, Carl. That is that is such a typical Carlsberg Carl question right there. Uh, no, our prills are not made from plastic, um, so there's no need to. I'm, I'm the yes, it breaks down in the soil safely because there's no plastic at all. Can you layer your prills for a fast release sections and slow release sections? So the beauty of what we did instead of doing layerings, which can be subjected to cracking and breaking off and um, it's hard to keep a single layer exceptionally strong. So instead of layering the prills, 
we infused all the material throughout the prill. So it doesn't operate in layers, it's all in there, and that's what gives it that synergistic, slow-release effect. Chris Boy, what are you doing? No lawn for you, <laughs> green dog. <laughs> well, those are all bluish green with the same program I use. Uh, it could be... Yeah, it it could be it could be a supplement. I I would switch to a your other lawns may be super high in micronutrients, and that's why they're responding well to the N fertilizer. If it's not responding well to N, then I would switch to only micronutrients to see if that doesn't help it out. There's my wife. Where's the heart button? Sending hearts from Japan. Thank you, Asami. I love you. Uh, Cole Morris, should I spend hundreds of dollars on watering my grass or let it die with this hot weather and recede in the fall? Cole Morris, that is 100% a judgment call that I cannot make for you, brother. That is all you, sir. You have to make that decision. Check with nematodes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Exteris. Exteris. Ne nematodes could be another one. Uh, I was meaning to use it like a flush with the added benefit of the calcium and sulfur. Uh, Nathan McGrady, yep, you can use it like that. Uh, it will work as a flush. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is that it's not really, uh, calcium sulfate uh, is not so much a sulfur supplement. It is going to be a sulfate supplement, which is different. Um, sulfate is taking up into the plant for plants to use sulfur. It is not like applying elemental sulfur, which will have an effect on the pH. So if you're looking to not affect the pH, then you can use calcium sulfate. Uh, Sodium phone did a couple of hours ago. Uh, H2 move, their pill is not plastic. Not plastic. Yo, Matt. Thomas, Nashville. What's up, man? New to lawn care and I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'm just uh, soaking it up with a beer about to watch this dude jump Caesar's Palace Fountain. Super rad Sunday. That's right. Get it, buddy. Sounds like Christmas morning. <laughs> Ryan McKinney, what's up, man? What is your take on Miramichi Green products? Uh, Ryan, um, nothing really bad with them. The difficult thing with them is that they're really expensive for no reason. Um, they're just, that's, that's my main issue with them. They're incredibly expensive. Uh, their micronized carbon liquid products are extremely expensive for what they are. Um, and the, like the carbonized PN and stuff, you know, it's difficult to handle. It doesn't flow through a spreader and it's really expensive, especially for the use rate that they recommend of like up to 50 pounds per thousand. I mean, that's just, that is a ton of money, ton of money. Connor Ward, what's up, man? What's up, dude? Safe travels, buddy. Lomo Rebel. My brother sprayed quinclorac on his Bermuda to combat crab. It didn't do hardly anything. Shouldn't quinclorac kill it? Or does it not work on mature crab? I may have to try my Celsius on it. Uh, Brad, quinclorac does work on it. One, make sure your rate is right. Make sure your application is right. And three, make sure you're using a good penetrant. And by penetrant, I'm talking about a methylated seed oil or a crop oil concentrate. And also, when we're talking about mature crabgrass, there's going to be a gap in time where quinclorac is not as effective. 
So early on, quinclorac is effective when the crabgrass is really mature late and it has begun to, you know, quote unquote, harden off. But uh, you get these really big, massive plants. Uh, it's really effective then. Um, the other thing that could affect the efficacy could be the um, amount of soil moisture. If there's not adequate soil moisture, sometimes that will impede the efficacy of it. So there's a lot of things to take in. So you know, double check all your base work. Make sure you're using a crop oil concentrator and methylated seed oil and see what tiller stage you are in with that crabgrass or leaf stage. Uh, what does gypsum do to the soil? It flushes the soil. Um, so the calcium sulfate, uh, you'll have some uptake by the plant of the calcium and the sulfate, but it is designed to move through the soil really, really, really quickly and flush things that are salts. So, um, for instance, if you have a fertilizer spill and you want uh, to help that area recover, one of the things you can do is do a calcium sulfate application. It's not going to fix your fertilizer spill. It's not going to do that. but uh, that excessive fertilizer salt that builds in the soil can help flush that through. Um, if you run into layers of soil that have salt buildup, so if you have, you know, we'll say like sand on top of super dense clay, and you make these fertilizer applications and um, they run out of the root zone and then they accumulate on top of that clay, and you need to flush it um, because what happens is those fertilizer salts will build on that layer of clay and the roots, every time it begins to touch it, it's too strong for those roots, and so it'll reflect in, in almost like damage looking on the on the surface. I've seen it in the golf world, and uh, you have to do like a calcium sulfate flush there to, to get it to move on out. Uh, do you think I could put down some generic Banner Max? I see a little dollar spot. Did two apps of Bayer and three Milo. Party Girl, yes, you can put down some generic Banner Max. How do magnets work? Um... S science science I'm trying to remember didn't that come from a insane clown posse song how do magnets work <laughs> nobody knows nobody knows how magnets work uh, anyway it's funny I just read that magnet connoisseur that's funny uh, then do not bother gypsum is only for sodium displacement there you go Monument and Celsius combo seem to take care of every weed I had. Hey, you're welcome, John T. Glad you glad that worked out. Do you use Ferramec AC in your business? What are your thoughts on having it uh, high end for use during the summer? Uh, I do not use high end during the summer on fescue. I do on Bermuda grass. I have no problem with that. <clears throat> no, I do not use Ferramec uh, because I don't run liquid iron products. Any need to apply P or K to my lawn since I've been spoon feeding um, 0.25 pounds of N have only applied 1.2 pounds of K with a Milo feeding this this year. Spoon feeding has been great. Um, I wouldn't worry so much on P. You can, uh, but I would make sure, especially now that we're moving into the dog days of summer, I would begin pre-stress conditioning with that K. So um, at this point, you may be looking to do like a one-to-one in the K. Or a one to point five. Um, for the time being, LZ we are fully funded, um, so we're not going to have any stock available for purchase. Hmm. Yeah. Iron Stain City with Fairmac. There you go. 
What about mixing gallery and barricade for Zorja, trying to prevent chamber bitter and crabgrass? Uh, yes, you can do that. Um, so, you know, timing wise, you know, typically you you go like prodiamine, prodiamine, and then like late April, May time frame, get down your gallery to prevent your chamber bitter. That works well. Any advice on lawn mites? I'm in Colorado. We get hit with summer heat, then mites on top of that. Tony, I don't know. Uh, you may want to look into a product like Avid um, and see what that does. The only mites I've seen in the lawn are Bermuda, Bermuda mites, and it was actually a super common thing in Augusta, Georgia. And they actually caused that almost look like witch's broom of the Bermuda grass. So that's kind of interesting. Your fans want to buy size in your product. That's funny. Uh, got my soil test back. My P is 52 parts per million and K is 414 parts per million. This is a problem. Just let it ride. Um, yeah, those are very high. So you would want to, you know, maybe focus on just nitrogen for a little while as far as soil fertility and make sure your micronutrients are where they need to be. Uh, let's see. Hey, Matt, do you know if Liriope is safe with a normal group of cool season herbicides? Uh, Triclopyr is not safe for, um, Liriope. I know that 100%. I, that's really the only one I know, though. GCI Turf, what's up, Pete, man? What's up, dude? Hey, Pete, everybody is all over me that you were putting down Carbon X in that, uh, in that video, I was telling him that no, that was not Carbon X. Uh, it's funny though, I actually did ship out something to Pete, uh, but it is not Carbon X. And it's not Carbon X in uh, Pete's video either. Is this a weed channel? This is a turf grass channel, Mr. Yato. Uh, so, yes, we were talking about lawn weeds, we were not talking about cannabis. So, that's super th secret fertilizer. <laughs> Everybody's busting them over it. What can I use to kill Virginia buttonweed in St. Augustine grass? Uh, fleets, there's a couple options. Um, I would, I personally would go out with something like uh, Celsius and maybe a touch of a kicker of something like Speed Zone Southern. Uh, that will broaden that broadleaf control aspect for your Celsius. So, I would do something like that, and I would go really low. I mean, I'm talking like maybe a quarter of an ounce of the Speed Zone Southern to my Celsius. Um, another option would be to do Celsius and add in also maybe like a quarter ounce per acre. A quarter ounce per acre. A quarter of an ounce per acre of MSM in conjunction with your centipede to kill the button wheat in St. Augustine. Uh, let's see. Apply two doses of fungicides on brown spots. What can I do now for recovery? Some spots are dead to roots. Woo! Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait till uh, overseed time. Uh, there's not really going to be a whole lot you can do right now in the short term. Hey, Matt Kosinski, I appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. Matt Kosinski filled out the um, survey at carbonlawns.org carbonlawns.org. Please fill out that survey. Matt, my new yard is just a contractor's mix loaded with weeds and a fair bit of quack grass. If I kill and if I kill off just the quack and oversee with the leak KBGs, will that eventually take over? Yes, eventually, but that could be like a decade for that to take over. So 
I would probably nuke it and start over if you want a pure stand like that. Uh, water, air, fire, and dirt. Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Is there any... <laughs> Oh, man. Is there anything better than a perfectly edged lawn? Gravy looked out. Um, yeah, I would love to have a lawn with no edges. That would be ideal for me. Don't get me wrong. I love the hard edges on lawns. That, I really do. That, it looks awesome. But I would love to have just a lawn with no edges. A border, but no edges. That's right. Ray loves his feature. Tank mixed with ammonium sulfate. I would say that there, okay, so ammonium sulfate in and of itself is going to aid in the iron uptake when, when applied. So if you apply ammonium sulfate, it's going to cause tissue, uh, leaf tissue is going to be full of iron where it causes this big pull from the soil. So you think about it, you apply your iron with your ammonium sulfate, you're supplementing that, that, that iron that's to be taken up into the plant. And man, you just you can't beat that level of color. It just doesn't get better than that. Brew Knight, what's going on, man? I science the heck out of my North Texas Bermuda, and it's the best lawn out of any I've had. Lots of great neighbor comments. Man, that is awesome. That is awesome. That's how to get it done. Yes, they are. It's not Matt's fertilizer. <laughs> I guess you've been asked the same thing, right? Uh, very low rates of glyphosate are using Lorapi, so is 2,4-D. Yeah, I've used 2,4-D over Lorapi. It'll ding it up pretty good, but it doesn't It doesn't kill it. Um, give it up, Pete. We want it. There you go. Uh, everybody's jumping on it. Pete wants Matt's fart. Look at this. Look at this. What was the site for the survey again? Carbonlawns.org. Carbonlawns.org. Thanks, Ray. I want to plant a large group of Lorapi between some trees, and I want something I can broadcast spray if the weeds break through. There you go. I want to try everyone's fur, Toby said. How soon do I need to water a, a granular lime application? Immediately. I mean, there's just no point to, to not water it. Um, so that has to work its way into the soil. That's going to have to, that calcium carbonate will have to get in there tie up all those hydrogen ions and um, you know, it's got to get down and distributed through the soil surface. That has to happen with water. I finally made it to the live show. Hey, Paul, Bill, welcome. You made it. Look at this. Ray, you convinced me to go for Bermuda and my Bermuda St. Aug mixed lawn. What's the best way to get rid of the St. Aug? Mow it low, steak and shake. Put that reel to it. You'll get it down. How to kill Bermuda grass and cool season grass, and how long do I need to wait until I can overseed with Kentucky bluegrass? Uh, if you're going to be overseeding with Kentucky bluegrass, um, I would probably, I'd probably just do a total kill off uh, if you can, and you want to make sure you actually have, you know, just pure Kentucky bluegrass. But um, if you Google, I mean, if you hop onto the YouTube and you type in how to kill. Bermuda grass in tall fescue, you'll see videos from myself, you'll see videos from Pete, where we talk all about how to do that. 
Bill Hope. And um, so Pylex, I went over a little bit earlier, Pylex, Fluazifop, uh, Acclaim, uh, Triclopyr, uh, Roundup, all of those are going to be options for you there. Um, so watch those videos because there's a lot of pre-questions you have to ask yourself before deciding which way you want to go. Uh, good evening. Two questions. Any idea how long tenacity takes to totally kill? Two, I got a backhoe coming in to take out stumps that I know will rip up the lawn. Can I reseed now or wait till fall? Dave Osborne, what kind of grass are you trying to overseed with? Um, or would you be doing the repair work with? Okay, so tenacity, you're probably looking at three to four weeks. Remember, tenacity usually requires a second follow-up application too, so keep that in mind. Any chance for a Liquid Carbon X product? No, there will not be a Liquid Carbon X product. Uh, what do you think about Humic 12 in powder form? Is it good to use for the soil? Um, okay, so Nicholas, it's one of those things where it is suspension versus um, solution type deal. So the way the humic acid is prepared, humic acid is designed to be in a liquid form. To get it in the powder form, you have to spray atomize it and then dry it and then scrape it and then grind it um, and then reconstitute it with water. Uh, so you don't quite have that same mix effect that occurred. Uh, does it affect performance? Eh, you know. Eh. Mitten equals Michigan. There we go. So, buddy, I have at least 20% of my yard that is crushed poetee. Do I have any hope or do I have to nuke my entire lawn? Man, VW, I don't know, man. Ah, that is tough. I would, I would nuke the 20% of that yard. I would definitely nuke it. Does anyone have the invite link for the Discord chat? Uh, Colonel Corn, you I forget you can't you can't post links in there. Um, you search for TLF, Dave Osborne. TLF is what to search for. The link is also you can do a quick Google search for the Lawn Forum and Discord, and you should be able to find it that way too. You're welcome, sir. Matt, uh, apart from the price, are the liquid Miramichi Green products pretty good? Uh, yeah, they're okay. Um, so they're not, they claim it's micronized carbon. Um, I, I'm doing a lot of, of research into their products. Uh, is, it, is it good? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, I'm doing a lot of research into their products. And uh, anyway, yes, it is good. It is good stuff. Jay Rich, hey Matt, I decided to drop my centipede mowing height from three inch to cut two and a half inch. It looks like I scalped a little. And it is the lightest green white color. Any tips to help repair and distress the lawn? Uh, potassium and micronutrients, Jay Rich. It will get you there. <laughs> Mike, leave Pete alone. Leave Pete alone. I'm kind of late, but I plan on regrading my front lawn. When or what time frame should I plan on it? along with a reseed for Bermuda. Oh boy. Okay, if you're gonna reseed for Bermuda, you need to do that early in the summer. So like early to late May. I've seen the prices almost equal, just curious. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. All right, everyone, we are coming up on nine o'clock. Oh.
No, okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, real quick, quick question. I'm going to go out with a liquid application to fall pre-emergent as nitrogen source on that app. You think it's better to resolve AMS or just use liquid UAN32? Um, I like AMS better than nitrate nitrogen unless it's stabilized. I, uh, I'm, it doesn't matter. You're going to be you're going to be getting whichever's easiest for you, Andy. Whatever's easiest for you. I like ammonium sulfate. Um, but that that's just me. That is purely just me. It has nothing to do with the different results how I get. Getting a full Reno and uh I should be doing in the meantime. Turf type tall fescue going in. R V eight, not really. I I just I wouldn't waste the time or the money. Um all right everyone. Now I gotta call it. Gotta get up early in the morning for work. So just wanna say thank you to everybody tuning in. Please, if you could go fill out the 10 question survey again at carbonlawns.org. Carbonlawns.org. I would greatly appreciate that. You can always find me on the Discord app or Discord on the PC and search for TLF, the Lawn Forum. And we're over there hanging out, chatting it up, having a good time. You can find guys like me, AV Guy, tons of guys in the chat right here. Ray, the green doc is over there helping people out. It's just a free flowing long conversation. And uh, it's, a, it's a really cool thing. I really enjoy it. So anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Take it easy.